0: Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on? My name is Michael. I'm one of the co-founders of MacroHint.com. Today, we're going to be analyzing a stock that is seldom talked about, as we like to do, and kind of bring exposure to companies and stocks that are not really talked about much by the pundits, at least consistently, that is. And that is going to be Western Union Company, Denver-based Western Union. Um, In its simplest form, Western Union, as we kind of kick off our five-minute stock analysis here, is a company that facilitates money transfers, Um, you know. To and from families, uh, accounts—you uh, know—who might be families, who might be friends, whatever it may be—you um, know, across you know borders, overseas, things like that. Um, it's really just a business of money transferring and facilitating those transfers. So that's kind of an overall, kind of the, the the short gist of what the business is, kind of what they do. Let's look at the numbers. So they currently have a market capitalization of about seven point four billion dollars with a price-to-earnings ratio of 9.85. So that's fantastic um, in terms of price-to-earnings ratio. According to that metric alone, um, you know, preliminary, as we do the kind of preliminary stock analysis, where we advise you to kind of do your own analysis, you know, more due diligence outside of five minutes only. Um, but, you know, given that 9.85, that's a that's a lot less than 20 um, as it relates to kind of considering PE, as PEs go. So really encouraging so far. Um, but let's see what the fundamental, the fundamentals say. Uh, looking at the balance sheet of the company, that uh, seems to be undervalued. The company has total assets of about eight point eight billion dollars, and total liabilities of about eight point four, 8500000000 dollars. I actually don't know why the liabilities are so high. Um, I would have initially assumed that the liability, the total liabilities, would have been a lot lower. Um, but maybe I should do a little more research on the company and maybe you should too um, just to kind of see why that is. Um, that seems relatively high um, for a company that uh, isn't as large in scale as other companies that kind of are better or seemingly better at managing you know, total liabilities. Um, but I could be wrong and should do some more due diligence, um, but mark that and kind of check that in my head. Um, setting that to this side, over to the income statement. The company's total revenue in quarter one of 2021 was about 1.2 billion, and fourth quarter about 1.2 billion as well. Um, and actually, is about 1.2 was basically the average for the last four quarters of 2021. Let's actually look at it from an annual perspective. It's just as boring. Um, and no, hey, that's not a. That's definitely not necessarily a bad thing. Um, in 2017 it was about 5.5 billion in total revenues and about 5 billion in 2021. Um, so consistent, um, not too much growth ahead. Um, which is encouraging though, because the price to earnings ratio is already low. So you're already technically buying the stock at a discount according to that metric. Um, so it wouldn't be it doesn't seem like it'd be a bad time or bad price to buy the stock at about $18 as where we're the as of this recording, about $18.74. Um, so lots of good stuff actually so far. the, the total liabilities are a little high but um, they should be able to pay that down uh, over time, especially if it's a lot a lot, a lot of long-term debt as well. Um, but net income as we go over to the cash flow statement has uh, risen pr- pretty well generally, especially uh, between 2018 and 2021 about 852 million to 806 million respectively. Um, and then we go over to the valuation pretty undervalued so far, or so it seems. Um, profitability is about in line with the industry as a whole. Um, so that's, yeah, it seems like this company is is pretty average in the sense of like, the company's price won't change, the, sh- the share price won't change that much over a long period of time going forward. But it wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing or a terrible idea to consider buying the stock being that it's trading at a relative discount. Um, that's kind of the synopsis that I'm getting, kind of the, the, the feeling that I get. Um, the company does pay an annual dividend of 94 cents, which is actually pretty nice. Um, definitely don't dislike that at all, especially since the share price is so low. Um, yeah, and their returns on equity assets and investment are pretty solid. Their investment return on investment annually are lagging a little bit behind industry, but as it relates to the return on equity, Um, and return on assets, both annually. Um, They're pretty much in line or slightly better than the industry's average as we kind of wrap up our five minute stock analysis. So look, we're looking to this company, right? Check it out. There's a lot of interesting stuff about this company. Be sure to, I'm going to do my own due diligence to see why, you know, outside of this podcast, why that debt is or the total liabilities is relatively high. Um, You know, given the, the effectiveness of the company, though, at least financially, It doesn't seem like they would have a lot of a lot of problems paying down the long, especially if it's long term debt, Um, you know, long term horizon debt, established company, um, probably a lot of good assets, stuff like that, um, that don't really worry me that much. Um, But, you know, seemingly undervalued um, company, it's probably going to be around forever or until, um, you know, the world ends. And uh, it's uh, it's definitely a good stock to look after, especially since the pundits aren't talking about it.